Right, okay. Um, fuck's sake, it's, uh, what? Episode 3 of Season 4? Season 4. Um, that makes it sound almost like it's a real thing. And yeah, man, this just... is legit. Do you think it's legit? Yeah. I don't know if it is legit or if we're just fucking about, but... Been doing it a long time, man. Long Too time. legit yeah, to quit. Long time. Shit, we came up together. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, pretty much. And then you had to go and get yourself shot. Nah, loads of MCs came to the showdown, though. It's fine. Oh, okay. Well, when I die, you know, how many are going to remember me, you know? Probably about 11. 11. <laughs> Good. 11, Everyone, 11 it, MCs. All bringing with them uh, confectionery, like, like Yorkies for 60, 69p. No, I think it was 45p. Like that was that was the price that sort of Tesco used to sell Yorkies for back in the good old days before it all went it all went wrong. What even raisin and biscuit? Raisin and biscuit wasn't even like no one considered raisin and biscuit about six years ago. Everybody just went straight for the normal one because oh, right. it seemed like a good idea. I can't believe it's been what it, it, barely two no it's not even a minute and a half and already completely it, off the rails completely derailed it bodes well it bodes well I think this is you know we're being set up for well, a great a great evening or morning yeah, a, great, on when a you're... great evening or if you're listening to this in the morning it should be not very irritating good morning Wait, uh, wake up hello you can turn that into a ringtone as well also uh, fans of Gareth I will be speaking at some point in this uh, <laughs> podcast <laughs> Yes, um, need you to definitely speak before we start getting letters. You know, oh, you fucking talked all over Gareth. Oh, you, it's like you hate the Welsh because he's the only Welsh guy on your podcast. <laughs> you know, he's got. I mean, he's he's got a pretty sort of big following. You don't you don't mess with uh, you don't mess with a following like that. I mean, you only need to take a look at what's happened to the guys who uh, who write GQ this week. Gareth has a bigger following than. Than one Direction. I I don't know what GQ is. Like, ma- genuinely, I've never picked it up, even at like a barber shop. Uh, Gareth's Quarters. Oh right, yeah, Gareth <laughs> Quarterly it's a magazine yeah. about my uh, room. <laughs> it's, you know, every three months it's the Gareth Information Magazine. All things Gareth. You know, but ironically, I have a bigger following than my own magazine. It's uh, well, that's meta. Yeah. Jonesing for more Gareth yeah. Jones. Oh shit! That's even more meta. Um, Welcome to the Jones cast. Yeah. Have you thought of you know g- going it alone and? You could do one with your mum and call it me and call it me and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Brackets my mum. <laughs> yeah. That's a podcast I'd listen to. <laughs> Just you and your mum talking about what it is to be Welsh in England. In Cornwall, no less, as well. Yeah, yeah. Which it's tough life. Yeah, it's not even fucking England, according according to the Cornish. Uh, is it? Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean, well, this is the thing. I mean, if you were doing a, a podcast with your mum, what what games would you be discussing because you've played them recently, Gareth? Uh, uh, my mum wouldn't wouldn't want anything to do with that. Oh, come Has she on. ever played a game ever? I remember when we first got our NES and it had like Duck Hunt with it. And Mario, and we were like, "Go on, I'm have to go on Duck Hunt." And she said, "No." <laughs> she went, "What cunt?" <laughs> Basically, uh, I think she played maybe a bit of Wii Bowling or some, something, but she's not even into that. She's not bothered. 
You see, if it had been something good, like a, a Spectrum or an Amiga, <laughs> she'd have been all over it. She'd have been playing fucking Elite 2 Frontier. Rich, what would your mum play? Ah, oh, there's a question. I don't know. I think, she, because my mum's incredibly shrill and loud, she'd think that the loading noise of a Spectrum was just her talking to herself. So, <laughs> I don't really know. I don't think she's ever played a game ever. She She gets irritated by by basic things like like walls so she just a computer would just fucking really fuck her off like seriously it was such a fucking triumph for her when she learned how to set the video to record things like fuck she still goes on about it now in fact i once i got a text about a year ago and it said it said this is your mother be impressed and I was fucking amazed. I was like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? My mum has sent a fucking... I didn't even know she had a mobile and she sent me a fucking text. <laughs> and it turns out my brother had sort of totally helped her with it and she can't send shit. <laughs> but if she was going to play a game, I don't know. It'd probably be a game where you shoot Germans. Yeah, some sort of Call of Duty 2 thing. She'd just fucking take her revenge on the Germans. She's Ukrainian. She's not just like randomly racist or anything. But what would the son of Mrs. Jones be talking about then? <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'd start with DMC, Devil May Cry. Fuck. How many of these fucking games have you been playing recently? Like, all of them? In reverse order? No, I played them Did in you? order. Was it? Uh, no, sorry. I started with Devil May ah, Cry 4. Then I went 1, 2, 3... And then I've played DMC Devil May Cry, which is, which is five basically, but uh, made by different people, and so not inherently not as good. They they try to uh, impress the mainstream, and uh, in doing so, just annoyed everyone. I think you might enjoy it possibly just because it's it's got similar ideals to the originals, but it's a it's moves slower, it's a bit easier. They try to make it more story based. Like had cutscenes in the original ones and stuff, but it was a bit, bit camp with it. Bit, you know, the only reason it had a cutscene was for a bit of dialogue, and Dante would some, say something, you know, uh, just to annoy the enemy or whatever, and then it would just go into the action. Whereas this tries to stick a story in there, and like every two minutes you've got a cutscene. Oh, I hate that already. Yeah, it's a bit shit. I played the demo in that respect. I, I played the demo, and I remember why I hated it because. Yeah. You're walking along and it doesn't tell you where to go. And the camera kind of was moving about a bit. And I just thought, fuck off. Unless I know exactly where, where I've got to go. I, I can't be bothered trying to figure out where to go. And it was even seemed quite linear. So I don't know why it annoyed me so much. Yeah, it is quite linear. It's not really a open world aspect or anything like that. It's just go from this area to this area. But maybe, I don't know, maybe it just didn't explain itself that well in the demo. I can't remember. Because it's got this sort of mechanic where you can pull yourself to ledges and you can pull out ledges and stuff, so it was probably that, and it just you just didn't. But you know, it's it's an okay game, but it's def well, it's not the weakest because Devil May Cry Two is a pile of shit. It's incredible how bad. I thought that is. three was but, um, received even worse than two, wasn't it? Or am I? Oh no, three is like the best of oh, the is best. That? Okay. Like one's really good, but obviously it's like the first game of this type, pretty much. So. They they nailed a lot on their first go, to be fair, but it's not great. Two is just awful. It's like the whole gameplay behind it and stuff is really bad. And three, they nailed it. It was brilliant. Four, not as good as three, but, you know, it had its moments. And now this one, they've they farmed out to a Western developer who tried to make it more uh, Western-orientated, I guess, and 
uh, in doing so. I've made a a white game, but not a not a great Devil May Cry game. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, what else you been playing? Uh, Tomb Raider. Yeah, God, I really liked it. Oh, I I went back and finished it Ugh. as well. Fuck. It, Gareth. Yeah, what you you like it more than me? Oh, do I? Well, well, it, I don't. I think you do it, based on what you just said. But I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh. It reminded me a lot of Far Cry 3, whereas Far Cry 3 like annoyed me a lot. I don't know why, just characters or some shit. Whereas Tomb Raider didn't annoy me. I enjoyed sort of its Metroidvania stylings, where you could go back to places and find things and do all that junk. I just really liked it. I didn't. I played it a lot and finished it in a week or something like that. Yeah, I can't really fault it to be fair. I don't know. The reason why I didn't like it it just felt like fuck all was happening most of the time like it just seems to be running around running to the next bit of action did you did you not find that the co- there, was some, there was something seriously wrong with the combat in that game like it was just really really unbalanced um maybe it's just me maybe i just don't i don't like conflict anymore <laughs> i'd much rather sit and 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 not play games and imagine you know a utopia well imagine there's no heaven it's easy if you try and no hell uh, below us either. Above us only sky. Do you know? You can cut that out. No, because... no, no. Because if somebody needs to fucking address this, right? You know how like Liverpool cannot get over anything, right? Anything that was ever a thing in Liverpool just has to fucking always be talked about. John Lennon, right? They actually called the airport John Lennon Airport. Yeah. I remember you saying. And their fucking logo is above us only sky, and there's like this really shit statue of John Lennon. It's like, fucking get over it. The Beatles weren't that good. The Beatles were, in their day, I'd say they were probably the... Who are those cunts who did I Predict a Riot? Kaiser Chiefs. Yeah, I'd say they were the Kaiser Chiefs of their day. <laughs> Is that fair enough? Maybe. I mean, I don't know who who would be the block party of, of, <laughs> of the 60s then. There was, like, there was the summer of really crap indie um, yeah. about six or seven years ago. Uh, and you had Block Party, and you had the Kaiser Chiefs, and you had oh, the Oh, and the worst one. The worst one. Fucking Franz fucking Ferdinand. How boring were they? Oh, God, you liked them. No, I've got no... I... Oh, no. <laughs> oh, look, he likes them. Oh, dear. Look. Oh, no. All right. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, uh, hang on. Si- silence just... is... Yeah, sure. Okay, silence is incriminating. Sure. But... You know, I, I like them. I've not expressed an opinion either way. I don't dislike them. <laughs> you don't, look, he doesn't dislike Franz Ferdinand. Should uh, uh, we just stop the call here and just get, get rid of Paul? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, call, it's a podcast. We're all in the same room. What are you talking about? Yeah, this is... I mean, even though I've remembered that I didn't get you all to say hello, so there's no way to sync all this up. Um, oh. That's going to be fun. That is going to be fun. Just <laughs> remember at the Gareth start spoke that, as... when you did actually, because that's probably the only way I'm going to get you synced up. And Lurk said something. He told you to fuck off or something. I mean, that's a good way to kind of. Yeah. I think that's how most podcasts should kind of sync up at the start. Yeah, we could just Lurk say hello now. Oh, you know who wants to do that though? Wait, uh, what else you been playing? Okay. Is this just me talking about what I've been playing? Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. all this podcast is now. Well, you said earlier that you wanted the Gareth. The James cast. Um, I didn't, I didn't so, say I wanted it. I no, you did. Yeah, you, you did. may have you done. You said if we didn't fully I said the people you, wanted it. 
Yeah, the people being the cheap tonight Don't... crew. <laughs> they be fronting. <laughs> they be fronting. So, what else you been playing? Alright, I've been playing uh, Driver San Francisco. Now, I sort of fancy a bit of that, and I don't know why, because I don't like driving games, but I just played one that I quite liked, and so now maybe I want to play this one. Do I? Yeah, maybe. I like Burnout Paradise, but I don't like Forza. But I like Forza Horizon. It's not realistic or anything like that. You haven't got to worry about that. Basically, okay. you're driving, but the story is your guy's in a coma, and so all the driving's taking place in his head, and it's not really happening. And that's not a spoiler, because that's like the first thing that happens. And the game kind of tells you all of this, but then the character doesn't seem to realise it, so you're in this weird position where you know more than the main character. So, there's points towards the end where I'm like, am I supposed to know that he's in a coma? Even though, like, the game's blatantly told me that throughout the whole thing. But anyway, because he's in a coma, and you can't get out of your car, like in GTA or whatever, but you can just sort of, you're, you can have an out-of-body experience or whatever, and you just fly up into the sky, and oh. then you can just pick any other car on the road and jump into it and start driving it. See, that sort of sounds brilliant. It is quite good, but it's basically then all the missions are based around that, or well, not all of them, but a lot of them where, like, you'll have to protect an armoured van, and it's just stationary, like, parked somewhere, and there's all these vehicles trying to slam into it, and so you'll basically fly up into the sky, and they'll, all the vehicles coming towards you will be marked, so then you've got to jump into a car near to that, slam it off the road, then you jump out, find another one, jump into that, slam that off the road, and you've got to try and do that before it. they make contact with the armoured vehicle that sort of thing it is quite cool I mean there's certain bits where you're driving your own car and then you might have someone after you or you ch you're chasing someone and it'll be easier rather than trying to knock them off the road yourself you just quickly jump out of the car into one in oncoming traffic slam that into the guy you're after and then you can switch back to your own car and you know slam into him from behind maybe stuff like that yeah. it's pretty good I mean the only problem is it's like an open world game and you know like the main thing with open world games the main complaint is that like the missions get a bit repetitive and things like that yeah well so imagine an open world game where there's no on foot sections and there's no shooting sections you're just in a car the whole time. So, you know, well, I've just get... had that with Forza Horizon, and it kind of worked. Uh, Forza Horizon, if you for the uninitiated, is like, it's not a Forza game. It's more of a driving around, sort of fucking about sort of game. It's quite good. Um, so if it's anything like that... Yeah, I mean, it probably got, it's got more story, I assume. I haven't played Forza Horizon, but this is actually a story-based game. I mean, the amount of actual story missions is probably quite small. There's probably two per chapter, and I think there's like eight chapters or something. Oh, but right. um, obviously you've got loads and loads of side quests, well, not side quests, side missions. There's probably about 80 of those or something stupid. You know, there's plenty to do. I mean, the only problem is if you do want to max it, it's got an online multiplayer component, which uh, I haven't touched, to be fair, because I don't care. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going to care when there's achievements on offer though, right? Uh, it depends how easily boostable it is. Because <laughs> I don't want to bother playing it legit. I've already um, put the box away. <laughs> I think r the Rook from our forum has maxed it, so I think it's doable. Alright, well listen, I've, I've realised I've sort of changed the format, haven't I? Normally, Do I normally get us all to talk about games in a sort of round-robin kind of context? I think so. I can't yeah. remember. Generally, yeah. Okay, right. Well, I've we'll enjoyed come back my to time, you. yeah. 
<laughs> no, we'll come back because I think you've still got more games in the list. Yeah, but yeah. I want to find out what Lurk has been playing. Oh, right. We'll see. Well, look, you're never even fucking on the Xbox anymore. What's going on there? Well, I haven't got live at the minute for a start. Oh, man. So I need to get that done. But basically, because of the Steam sale, I've been playing quite a lot of PC stuff anyway. So, so what's the best thing you've been playing? Um... Well, one thing I've been playing quite a bit is Don't Starve, which is kind of like a weird um, sort of isometric, almost like Minecraft, you know, like how you have to craft stuff and survive for the night. But it's, you know, like I say, third person, isometric, and all you got to try and do is get food, create objects from stuff about and fight off creatures and... It's it's a very interesting game actually, and there's a you know quite a lot of updates have gone into it, so that's good fun. It it's kind of difficult to explain. It's one of those where you sort of need to like watch a video and that explains it better than I can than I can talking about it. I suppose. I've just had a quick look at some screenshots and stuff, and uh, unfortunately I appear to be on Destructoid, so fuck off, fuck that. Yeah, it looks it looks kind of, it looks like there's so many indie games now where they're kind of like hand-drawn and a bit kind of weird and a bit gentleman and sort of chap style, you know. Yeah, it's a bit sort of Tim Burton-ish. But you recommend it, I take it it was like piss cheap. Yeah, it wasn't much, I think it was like six quid or something. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I can dig it. I can dig it. What about you, Paul Whedon of the internet? Of the internet. Um, well, I've I've kind of been a, a little bit jaded by the Xbox for approximately five years. Um, no, it's it's not been that bad. But I I've actually been playing um, an iOS game more than anything else. Really, I've been I've gone back to um, Knights of the Old Republic, which has only just come out, hasn't it? For the I yeah, iOS. last couple of months, and it was it was available for about a week to celebrate the fact that the game was ten years old, which is um, sort of frightening, really. Um, so it was. I think um, they they were selling it for about three quid, which is a bargain, um, and it hasn't really aged. It's still yeah. I I think Mass Effect is probably the better game but um it's definitely the best star wars game that's ever been made and um yeah it's really good still still holds holds together really well the obvious question being you know it's on ios so how does it controlled have they done anything to make it not shit in that surprisingly story? well actually i mean because usually those sort of third person things don't tend to work too well they'll do like a virtual um uh thumbstick um yeah. And you can actually the way it sort of handles itself on on um, on Knights of the Old Republic is they've kind of introduced uh, well there there is no kind of specific area where you have to press to use it as kind of the joystick. So you basically just put your thumb on it, move the thumb upwards, and your character starts running. So it's kind of quite intuitive. There are times when it's a little bit sort of frustrating because some of the combat some of the fights that you end up in require you to run away. It's not really how the game's supposed to be played, but it's how I played it back on the Xbox. And there have been a couple of cases where, you know, you get stuck in a sort of awkward situation. You have to, um, you have to run away from somebody to sort of, uh, it basically it's just kind of cumbersome the way, yeah. the way, the way it works. But, um, yeah, 90% of the time it's actually really fluid and works really well. Um, and it's still a really great game as well. Um, it's fairly telling that I've sort of ploughed about 12 hours into it 
over anything else that I've got kicking around for the Xbox at the moment. Um, and I've got a massive pile of games that I should really be going through and just have yeah. no kind of... In- I've been playing Skate 3 as well, which is which is great. Yeah, Skate um, 3's been a... You know, obviously it's been around forever, but, you know, we, we, me and Lurk probably talked about it back in, like, Season 2 of the uh, podcast, but it's one of those things where it's like, now that the Xbox One is coming out, and the PS4, and I sort of feel like, well, I'm probably, well, definitely I'd say going to the PS4, so I'm kind of getting away from the whole achievements thing. So playing games for just fun again in, like, multiplayer, you know, with things like Skate 3 and Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter 2 and stuff, um, that tends to be working for me quite well, you know, getting a few people on. Our boy Gex, should we give him a shout-out? Give him a shout-out, he'll love He's that. On Twitter, um, he is... Um, at Hazel Rabbit, but you got to take out all the vowels, so he's Hazel Rabbit. Figure that one out. He'll appreciate um, that one. Yeah, he's got he's got um, he's got hair. Lots of fair? hair. You say it's yeah. fair to say that Gex has got some hair on him. And check out his uh, check out his Twitter. You can see his hair for him, for yourself. You'll you'll be impressed. That's that's the Piaocast guarantee. I would and, say. And if you have lots of hair, do uh, do write in. Um, yes. Discuss products. See, I've got lots of hair, but it's not a patch on his because his is all like styled and quaffed. Yeah, and... yours is all in one direction, whereas his forms a protective barrier around his skull. <laughs> oh yeah, he does have a lot of hair. I've never seen he... him before. Oh fuck! Have you not even seen when I Minecrafted him? Uh, Gareth doesn't play Minecraft. Oh, I touch that Christ. filth. You go fuck you and go through the fucking thread and there's a picture I made I'm as I made Lurk and made uh, Peewee I I made Gex um, out of Minecraft um, and his hair took up so much black wool um, it was ridiculous. Um, I'm assuming okay. this picture is of him by the way. I tried I took out is all the guy with, Yeah, is it a guy with just a lot of hair? Uh, he yeah. looks like the dude out of One Direction. Is that right? Oof. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I'd say Gex looks like the guy out of one... I don't know what the guy out of One Direction looks like. He looks like Gex. He'd, he'll Although love me for that. Lo- he'll love you for a reason, let the reason be love. Yeah, but also I am bigger than him. Not physically, maybe I am. But what is this earlier on, we were talking about how I was bigger than One Direction. Uh, this is oh. the talk about Oh, right, okay, sorry, yeah. No, that was a callback there. It, it was a callback, to, uh, but uh, confusingly worded. To a previous gag. <laughs> I've actually been playing a game that's new. I've, I've played two, but I'll talk about one and then I'll throw it back at one of you guys afterwards. But I've been playing Dark. Here's the thing. The the reviews that Dark have, has been getting are, are really bad. It's been getting lots of threes and fours, right? People just saying it fundamentally doesn't work as a stealth game. And it's got one thing, is that it is a stealth game. It's no other type of game. It doesn't put in any sections where you're not stealthing it up from the very start to the very end you're playing the game one way and so people saying well if that way doesn't work then obviously the game's shit and it makes me think that everyone's a cunt because the game's good I mean it's not brilliant but it's not as bad as say Vampire Reign which is like a really similar game you know vampires stealth all that although in this one you play as a vampire can I ask a quick question yeah stealth as in Tenchu or stealth as in Splinter Cell, that sort of thing? Well, I would say that Tenchu and Splinter Cell, at least the first Splinter Cell, have got the same sort of stealth in a weird way. 
you know, you're kind of going from A to B. Uh, in a way, but it, it, like the first tension, you've got basically the whole arena, say, and you can just go about oh, however you want. Mean. Whereas it's Splinter Cell, you've got corridors, and you've just got to get from okay, the next it's... door to the next door, whatever. No, that's valid, valid question. I'd say that it's it's probably more like Splinter Cell, but it has a slight Tenchu vibe in that it's very much ninety degree corners everywhere. You know, right, you yeah. you kind of. So it's, Splinter Cell was the same actually um, until the third one. I remember the third one didn't have as much of that. But for me, it's really old school stealth. It's like there's a guy over there. Someone's looking at him. Someone's looking at them. Who do you take out first? You know, get the body out of the way afterwards. And and initially, I was looking at the achievements. And there was a thing for doing an entire chapter without getting spotted. And I was thinking, fuck, this is like impossible. I was, I was really like, the game's quite easy in terms of if you get spotted, you're a vampire. They're generally humans, so you're gonna do okay. But the point is to not get spotted, and that was really difficult. But as you go through the game, you power up. You, you know, you get various vampire abilities, including like a bit of a force grab thing where you can choke people out from a distance. And at that point, it becomes a lot more balanced. And because the game is literally just doing one thing from the start to the finish, as you power up, you kind of get to a point about halfway, two-thirds in, where suddenly you've got a much better sort of ability to get through the levels on, you know, without being spotted. And it becomes a much better game for it. And I think the reason why people fucked it off and said, oh, it's like, it's three out of ten, is because they just didn't play it enough. And... I mean, it's still got its issues. Like, the plot is nonsense. Like, it just seems to miss out chunks of it and and uh, all of that. But as a stealth game, and an old-school stealth game, it really holds together, I think. Um, you know, yeah, the combat's not great, but the point is to not get spotted. And as long as you don't get spotted, you'll be fine. And the abilities and everything like that. In the end, I really enjoyed the planning of it and getting through it. So, for me, it's a good game. So... But I I don't know if I could recommend it to anyone because obviously I seem to like a lot of shit, and also people aren't as patient with some games. But I thought it was good, so not brilliant good, but definitely like a six or a seven out of ten, like that amount of good. Right, even though we sort of blew our Gareth Wad because I forgot how to do a podcast, give me another game you've been playing. Persona Four Arena. Japanese dating sim. Uh, unfortunately not. It's like Persona 4, the JRPG, is like really, really amazing. But Persona 4 Arena is a fighting game by Arc System Works. Is that what they're called? The guys who do Blaze Blue and uh, Guilty Gear, those ones. Oh, I didn't know this. So is this like a one-on-one or yeah, yeah. scrolling? No, no, it's a one-on-one Street Fighter style, but with but characters from Persona 4. You play as Japanese students. Yeah. From Persona 4 and Persona 3, they brought in a few of those. And, uh, yeah, it's just a fighting game based around those guys. And so, oh, God. I mean, it's a nice idea, but it's kind of... Like, the aesthetics of Persona 4 are really good, and this game has obviously just tried to copy those without quite nailing it. And uh, I've never particularly liked the artwork of Arc System Works games. Like, when people review them, they say, oh, it's incredible animation and 2D artwork and stuff, but it's not that great. There's better 2D games out there. Also, there's, like, a story mode, and it's really in-depth, which is, you know, obviously to call back to the JRPG. But the thing is, unlike Mortal Kombat, where you just had one story mode and it made you jump from character to character, 
and you know it's kind of one of the better story modes in fighting games. This one and each character has their own individual story, but it's they're playing through exactly the same story <laughs> every time. So you basically <laughs> like got lots and lots of text to read. It's not like a your regular story game. It's like it's kind of like a visual novel or something in that there's loads of text. The only problem is like every story beat is pretty much exactly the same from one character to the next. But I guess, you know, I'm not a fighting game expert, so I'm not gonna say how great it is to play and stuff. It's it's pretty good, you know, you've got your quarter circles and your specials and your instant kills, similar yeah. to Blaz Blue and stuff. So, you know, it's a bit probably a bit more in depth than Street Fighter. I mean obviously Street Fighter's really in depth once you get into it, but as far as just pick up and play, Street Fighter's a bit more pick up and play, but I find all of those Arc System games, um, they all seem to be very fiddly, the, especially the achievements tend to be an absolute ball ache. I mean, looking at Persona 4 uh, Arena, like, holy shit, like, 3,540 people have played it and only 8 have completed it. Like, you know, the achievements look absolutely horrific on it. Yeah, I mean, I went into it expecting that. It's, uh, you know, it's got the online shit. You know, it's got the do this mode on the super hard difficulty or something like that, those sort of things Yeah. which is kind of like if you're some Japanese autistic man then it's fine but same with the shooter you know, it's, you go in not expecting to max it just because they're not built for the for the layman they're built yeah. for those people who get in so deep that you know they'd never come out again yeah yeah exactly oh, no, fuck that um, alright, well, no. No, I think that would be a no, no for me. No, I couldn't then. recommend it to anyone, to be fair. I mean, if you're really <laughs> into your fighting games, you've probably already played it. If you're not, it's probably not that for you, to be fair, even if you're a Persona 4 fan, because that's what I am, and, you know, it hasn't kept hold of me too too well, so... Uh, fair enough. Okay, uh, look, what else has been happening in PC Steam territory um, world? been playing Surgeon Simulator 2013, Okay. Which... Uh, Didn't that start out as a flash game originally? Yes, it did start as a flash game, which was part of uh, some like forty-eight hour build game. Well, that sounds like it's going to be brilliant then. But it is genuinely really, really good fun. Yeah, it is actually really good. Basically, the way it works is you control. You're a surgeon, and you have to do like heart surgery or double kidney or brain surgery or whatever. But you only have one hand, so. <laughs> <laughs> So what you do like, why is does that amuse me so much? A W E R and space. So if you imagine on the keyboard your little finger on the A, you know, your ring. Oh I see, yeah, yeah, it's your hand basically. And you literally just control the hand. So you use the mouse to move it around and then you grab stuff so you can like pick up a saw and like saw through someone's chest and but it's very cartoony, very um basically based in a 80s hospital. Is it like that old DS game? No. But that was it's good. Lot, I liked that DS game. It's what a lot sillier than that, isn't it? Yeah, because you literally, yeah, with the DS game, it was like Cooking Mom or whatever. Uh, what was it Trauma Center? Trauma Center, that's it. Where you used a stylus and you did that. Well, this, you just sort of literally pick up a hammer, like really backhandedly, and then like try and bash him in the chest to try and get the ribcage open. And you're literally just like grabbing hold of lungs and flinging them across the surgery room. Are you sort of wrestling with the controls as well, or are you sort of doing what you want to do as well? Or is um, it a bit like that that athletics game where you're just sort of flailing your limbs everywhere? Oh, quop! Yeah. It's kind of quoppish in a way, in the sort of, you're just sort of 
getting by. Like, if you're picking something up, you can't just go, oh, I'll just, like, pick it up naturally. Although you can rotate the hand and raise and lower the wrist, you're still sometimes, like, sort of picking a hammer up, like, upside down and then just sort of smacking it, like, twisting your wrist, say, to do it. Or trying to use the laser or a scalpel or something. Or, like, the one time I was like, oh, I just need to get a scalpel, and I literally picked up, like, four in between the fingers. So it was like Wolverine, just like... <laughs> Doesn't it come up at the end, though, if you... Because generally it's kind of based on the assumption that you're not going to succeed. Uh, and doesn't it sort of come up at the end? It took you four minutes to brutally murder this guy. Uh, yes, or it rates you on how quickly you did the surgery and how much blood the patient had left if you actually managed to do it. So when you get take your time because there's like there's lots of little things like you can pick up a syringe and if you jab it, it stops the blood flow so they don't die so quickly. And, but if you do it yourself, you all of a sudden the screen goes crazy and you're off your tits because you just stabbed yourself with it. But yeah, it's good fun. <laughs> I need to give it a bit more, bit more play. It's, it does get kind of frustrating on times because, you know, the controls are kind of fiddly. But yeah, it's fun. Definitely hmm. worth. Okay. If you watch, try try and find the Flash game, give that a try. If you enjoy that, then you'll enjoy the full version. Okay. Well, Pee Wee, I understand that you and Gareth have both played Resident Evil Revelations, and you've probably got very different opinions on it. Although you've not, I know you've not sort of got that far into it Pee but how are you finding it? I don't like it um, which is a very simplistic response um, we, I first played it about two weeks ago and I fired it up and the first mission has you sort of scanning stuff on a beach um, and that's really boring because I didn't buy Pokemon Snap and it. I, I just I don't understand what they're doing with the Resi franchise. I you know I appreciate it. it's a port from. Is it a port of a three? It's a port of a 3DS game. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you know it looks pretty respectable with that kind of taken into consideration, but it's not. It doesn't really sort of play like a Resi game, and it does this really really irritating thing, which a lot of games seem to be doing now. And the only game that can legitimately get away with doing it is Deadly Premonition. But it, it's chapter-based. So you finish one chapter, and then you immediately go into the next chapter, and it does a previously on Resident Evil Revelations. It does the, you know, it actually does that, and it shows you what you literally just saw. Driver does and that as well. It, what, like, what is this trend in gaming now? Like, what, what, why? Well, I, I think it's a trend in TV. That's the problem. Like, you watch an American TV show, and it tells you what you've seen halfway through the fucking show that you're watching it's like you know and it tells you also what's going to happen later which is kind of annoying it's like you know it's like that man versus food thing where you know prior to the break it'll go and on the next 10 minutes let's see can I get through the sandwich I don't think I can make it you can't get through the sandwich oh no it's exactly like that yeah Nobody needs that. So you're not enjoying it. Have you actually run into any zombies yet? Uh, well, these sort of weird, sort of sloppy things that fall out of vents. They're not really zombies. You know, look, it's it's okay. It's just not that that franchise has basically sucked now for going on ten years, which is a shame because you know Resi Five wasn't that bad. But kind of got a bit of a soft spot for Five. I don't really know why. I just, it didn't offend me. But you go back. Sorry, and I can. I don't know whether you can hear that in the background. Somebody, 
down the road is playing Girls Just Want to Have Fun really loud. I can't hear it, but I wish I could. So that's oh, just... Oh, Daddy, you're number one, but girls, they want to have fun. <laughs> oh, girls just want to have fun. She there. turned up in Bones. What, Cindy Lauper? Yeah, as a psychic. Fucking hell. And do you what know what? There's 80 stars now. You know, Cindy Lauper's turning up in t- on TV shows and Tiffany's showing up in... Um, I don't know whether you can call Tiffany a star, really, but shark Tiffany... Or whatever it was. Yeah, Alligator versus Shark. Or, you know, if they haven't made that film yet, they definitely will. She, um, um, Tiffany, she was shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was. She had a weird um, growl about her, though, didn't she? She would sing and then she'd go... Hur! Like Mr. T. I don't know. You might be mistaking that for the drum beat at the start of "I Think We're Alone Now." That maybe maybe I I thought it was a drum, but maybe it was just her growling. Like she's fucking shit, and yet I seem to know that song quite well. I think. Unfortunately, now we've also you know if somebody is listening to this in the morning, we've just planted their earworm for the rest of the day. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Think about. Cindy Lauper instead now don't think about Tiffany just think about girls want to have fun oh fuck now what's going on this is ridiculous can you hear that no the, we can't. the birds are the birds are migrating north if that's even a thing um sorry I'm aware that I'm using a microphone that's sort of from the future and can pick up literally everything that's happening although you know. hilariously neither of the things that you're talking about <laughs> so basically I sound mad now oh god um, can you guys hear that Godzilla is outside my window, <laughs> and he's he, he's eating next door's trampoline. Oh, that's all right then. That'd be all right. I'd f- I'd laugh so fucking hard if that actually happened and the kid was on it. <laughs> Kids irritating. Just bouncing around, being noisy. Yeah, just fucking getting fucking just chewed up like a fucking fruit gum. Fucking trampoliney cunt. Like, well, it'd be yeah. like a chew it in the old advert. Yeah, 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 with that fucking Tyrannosaurus. You know, they made a game about that on the Spectrum. Yeah. And it. <laughs> of course you do, because you remember. What, old the Chewitz dinosaur had his own video game? Yeah. Everything think... had its own video game back then. Yeah, yeah in fact, Even okay. Stevens yeah, and Clumsy back. Colin, who was the face of KP Skips, he even had a computer game. Why, hang on, why did. Why did Shaking Stevens have a, have a video game, considering that nobody. Put, like nobody can name a song by Shaking Stevens other than that Christmas song he did. No, no, no. Green Door, This Old House. I can't. I couldn't tell you the lyrics of This Old House apart from This Old House. <laughs> he, he, was, he was just basically he was a shit. He was a shit Elvis clone from the Valleys, wasn't he? He's not from the Valleys. He's from Cardiff. Was he? He went. Uh, he used to go to Windsor Clive Primary School, which was my old school. Claim right. to fame. Not at the same time, but... <laughs> Yo, shaking. How's it shaking? Um, quite well, boyo. Anyway, that's enough about the denim-clad Welsh Elvis. Where were we? <laughs> oh dear, a, bit, a bat bit you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were talking about Resident Evil Revelation, so we for were. the flip side on that story... I think it's incredible. Whoa! No, not really. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's an alright game. It's not. It's not as good as five. I don't even think. I didn't have as much fun as I did with six with Craven. To be fair, six yeah. was oh, like shout out for Craven. Shout out for Craven. Um, uh, Resident Six was a lot of fun in Carp, and because uh, Resident Evil Revelations doesn't have Carp, it's just a bit. I don't know. It was alright. I played through it to the end. 
But um, do you not find it really, really frustrating though? How the only way that you can pick items up is by scanning them. Uh, yeah, it's a bit stupid. It's a really ridiculous. Like basically, in order to pick up ammo, you need to scan, go into a room, activate this weird camera thing, yeah, and then, uh, and then scan, scan the room. So it's like yeah. self-service till at Tesco's. Basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. Resident scan Evil self-service. That crossed with Metroid Prime or something. It's like they've got that, and then it's also it's not the only way, but it's the other like main way of getting uh, green herbs as well. If you want to just kind of have a, a kind of summation of, of what, what the game is like, it's it's basically Resident Evil meets the self-service lane in Tesco or Morrison's. I'm inclined to go with Morrison's because Morrison's self-service machines are... Always breaking. What are, are they the Buffalo Girls? What, go round the outside, round the outside? Yeah, they're always breaking. <laughs> um, or breaking to the electric wheelie. This sounds like it would be the exact sort of game that would be perfect then no, in fact, no, let me rephrase that. It's actually the sort of game that sounds like it was designed for the Wii U. Like, yeah. okay, you're holding this stupid controller. Use it to scan something. Yeah, you know. uh, and there is, there is a Wii U version of it as well. Well, you probably can't do that, I expect. Yeah. All right, no, I get that. Okay, fine. Uh, Berlusconi's going to jail. Ha, <laughs> cunt. <laughs> he, weird, weird, weird fucking guy, Berlusconi. Sort of a sort of mixture between a corrupt politician and a paedophile it's like he should be a bad guy in assassin's creed he, also, he looks a bit like steven seagal if C- steven seagal was more of a cunt and only and that's like four something. foot and, um, t- and italian yeah steven seagal probably thinks he's italian well yeah he does because how many times has he played fucking italian guys in films following on from our craven shout out craven 86 on Twitter. Follow him. He never really fucking posts anything. I didn't know he was on Twitter. Yeah, there you go. Now you know. Follow him. Okay, right. Um, that's enough fucking Resident Evil. Although, no. I've, I've still got Resident Evil 6. And I haven't even taken it out of the wrapping. I don't even think I will. I think I'm fucked off of it. Um, okay. Uh, right, what else? I've been playing another new game. And it's my game of the year. Until something better comes along, my game of the year is Remember Me. And... Again, it didn't review great. It, well, it got sevens and eights, you know, but it it didn't get the the nines that it deserved. And why did it deserve nines? Because it's like one of the few games that's fucking interesting. Um, firstly, it's set in like a future version of Paris, which kind of combines like the old school, well, current Paris, but in a sort of ghetto kind of vibe with like a really modern kind of almost like Mass Effect Citadel kind of looking. Um, you know, version of Paris. So you got that going on, and it's all about kind of memories, and you know, sort of being able to steal memories, and your character can even remix memories. So there's these really good sequences where you kind of get into someone's head, and you can change how they remember events, and you know, really, really mess with them. Um, and it's got really, it's got really good combat for. A game that would be a scrolling beat 'em up um, or a roaming beat 'em up. They, the combat's really nicely paced, so it sort of feels like a strategy game at times. Um, it's not getting really that much love from anywhere, but it's it's the best thing I've played in ages. It's really good. So that's like a really really strong recommendation. Like whereas Dark was the sort of game that I liked, but I could see why other people wouldn't especially if they didn't play it properly because they're idiots. Um, but if it's 
but remember me, for me it's just a fucking really good game. And I would give it a 9 if Piao was still running. Um, the only thing that lets it down is the shitty voice acting, which is really, really quite awful. But everything else about it is bang on. Um, so, yes. So I recommend it. Right, Christ, we're flying through all these games. Trying to think if anyone else... I'm having a look at the list. I always make out like I'm just asking you guys like I don't know, but obviously I've got a list of what everyone's played. It's going to see what looks interesting. Uh, right, uh, look, what's this Monaco, what's yours is mine? Because that's on the Xbox. Uh, you've played it on the PC, though, obviously, but... Yes. Is it good? Is it worth getting onto? Um, it's definitely worth getting onto as a team game. What sort of game is it first? Um, it's a top-down, sort of pseudo 8-bit style um, game where you play as a bunch of thieves. who all Like a heist roles. sort of yeah, thing? Yeah, heist. So you have like the lockpick, you know, who is really quick at lock picking locks and hacking. Uh, the lookout, because the way that all the screen is dark apart from the areas you can see, the lookout yeah. can see further. So if you've got somebody who's a lookout, they can see guards and stuff. So you can get round it. Um, there's one who can like knock out guards if he sneaks up on them. Definitely needs to be played multiplayer. It's definitely a lot more fun that way. Have you been playing it with randoms, or do you get any of the guys uh, playing it? I've played with um, some of my friends, because uh, one of my mates bought the four-pack. Oh, and right. me a copy of it. So. Um, I mean, the thing is, like... I don't know how I feel about this whole kind of top-down retro sort of look thing, because... I didn't think much of um, Hotline Miami, which I've been playing recently on the Vita. I sort of, I, I, I don't know why people like it so much. I'm not saying it's a bad game. It's actually sort of fun at times, but I just don't get why everyone's bumming it. It just doesn't seem that special. And I don't know, this kind of, the, the retro top-down look. There was that other game as well. What was that one that was like a GTA game? Uh, retro City Rampage. Yeah, again, that just fucking left me a bit cold. And it's like, I don't know, I just feel like they just kind of tack that look onto a game and people sort of lose their shit over it. But it's this so this one's all right, though, you know. Yeah, I think I, it doesn't I've work, enjoyed it? it. I need to play a bit more of it. Because like, yeah, trying okay. to play it single player, every time you if you die, you, can't, you die, you end up with a different character. So you end up playing for the old crew through the level if you're dying. But you know, obviously if you've got all different crew in the uh, thing it makes it a lot easier to actually you know, everyone's got their own jobs sort of thing. So Yeah. And maybe if it goes down in price on the Xbox yeah. we'll we'll get on to it. But I mean just looking for a list of stuff that I've played. I see I bought a PS three because um, um I wanted to play The Last of Us and the problem with the PS three is is that it's got Chime Super Deluxe on it. And Chime is probably my favourite 360 game. So having a better version of that on the PS3 has sort of fucked all my plans for playing anything else. Uh, so I've just been playing Chime Super Deluxe on it. And it's wonderful. I do own The Last of Us, and I'm sure it's going to be incredible. But um, so far, yeah, I've only really been playing that. And I played a bit of House of the Dead Overkill. Because I don't know what why there aren't more light gun games um, on the 360. Because also... they don't work with um, LCD TVs. Yeah, but like the Move works, yeah, you know, so really well. Be like Move or Connect, they've got to have an extra sensor to work it. Oh, I see. But it's, it's good. It's like they should... I mean, I know they they did bring out one. They brought out that, that Cabela yeah, sort that. of hunting game. But 
now I'm really enjoying um, having a you know a light gun again. I you know want to play more stuff with it, especially get onto the Time Crisis game that came out. Um, so yeah, pretty much that. You know, few of us have been playing Worms too. Um, that's on the list. And like I said before, I played through Forza Horizon, maxed it out. And even though it's a Forza game, it's it's really a lot more arcadey than that. But actually, I just found it very relaxing just driving around and taking part in races and looking for the hidden shit in the levels in the in the area you know like the barns that you go to and yeah it's just really sort of a nice pace that it's I've a lot so closer to burnout paradise yeah definitely but just not set in a city you know so it's I've, like i've played a bit of it yeah oh, i'm into it i'm into it and yeah i maxed it out and sort of yeah, never really got bored of it, so that's good. Although fucking Microsoft and their fucking like the achievements on there in the DLC, like the DLC's free, but you've got to buy car packs to get to do some of the achievements. And the car packs are like like two hundred and forty points for one car. Right, which you're gonna use like once because it's not like you can just get one car and like soup it up and go, right, that's my car. It's like it won't be uh, it won't be valid for half the races in the game so in the end you end up playing with all these different ones so the idea of buying cars when the game's already got a hundred fucking cars in it just seems really cunty and you know I kind of wish that Microsoft would stop being so fucking cunty but you know in fact you know get, getting onto like the game's news sort of thing I mean uh, like Wee got me onto the whole thing uh, you saying about the the controller um you know, and the headset and the plain charge kit, that's all been priced now. What do you know about that, Pee Wee? Um, yeah, I found the article for it. Um, IGN ran something on it the other day. Um, I don't think they've announced the UK price for it yet, but um, one second. Yeah, Microsoft have apparently announced that the controller itself is going to cost uh, $60 um, on its own. Uh, the play and charge kit will cost an extra um, fifteen dollars on top of that. Actually, so I think up, actually I'm looking at it. You're up to seventy five. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. you're up to seventy five dollars for that. Um, if you need an extra charge kit, that's an extra twenty four dollars, and the headset, which won't be bundled with the console, because they want you to apparently use the. Um, they're, they're great idea is that you're going to use the Kinect as the, as the headset that's um, insane isn't it bear in is, mind is every time I've used Kinect to actually talk to someone on live it's been fucking awful now when you kind of factor all that into the fact that they're going to probably translate those prices directly for us over here you're looking at for the whole shebang about 100 quid for a controller a play and charge kit and a headset yeah I mean, obviously, um, it'll launch. I mean, it'll bundle with a controller, um, of course. But you mm. know, obviously, you probably you probably want two. Um, yeah, that's a bit of a weird one. I mean, it's a bit weird with Microsoft at the moment because obviously they, you know, they're going back on all the the their really unpopular decisions, and you've got Gamescom happening August twentieth. That'll be their, they're, they're doing a presentation there and they're basically going to be relaunching the Xbox One, um, you know, minus all of the really unpopular fucking stuff. And if they announce like a price drop or something, you know, they could start to be competitive again. Um, 
you know, it's just whether or not that's going to happen. I mean, you know, if, Gareth, you're probably the one who's like the least kind of uh, pissed off at them sort of thing. You know, you uh, is there anything that they've been doing recently that's made you think you'll be getting in on the Xbox One at some point? Uh, not really. I'm a bit indifferent to the whole thing at the minute. I mean, because at the end of the day, it's going to be about the games, and there's nothing so far that's been announced that's got me that, you know, wound up or anything. I've it's... got this horrible feeling that the, that this, the one thing that's nagging me, because obviously I've placed a, a pre-order for the PS4, um, the, the one thing that's just nagging me is just what if Dead Rising 3 turns out to be amazing. And I've just got this horrible feeling that it will be, even though it looked like shit at E3. Well, I think they've probably paid a little bit of attention to the fact that everybody kicked off and said, right, so what, you've basically taken one of the franchises from the 360 that every, but it was kind of widely sort of loved and targeted it specifically at Call of Duty players who yeah. were widely kind of despised. Yeah, I can't imagine that's gone down particularly well. I know it hasn't gone down well on social media. You only need to look at the response when it was announced um, at E3. Well, you'd, you'd hope that Capcom would look at it. At the very least, like, add some humour to it, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, like some of the weapons stuff. I saw another trailer for it uh, recently, and some of the weapons and stuff look like they could be quite interesting, but it's all done in a, a kind of matter-of-fact, kind of gritty style, which you don't really want from Dead Rising. But, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a weird one. I mean, the other stuff that's coming up, out about the Xbox One, though, um, let's see, they're, they're talking about... Um, this weird thing, I don't even know why this was such big news, but indie developers we had to self-publish on it. I'm not really sure what they mean by that. They, they're really kind of, Microsoft have been talking that up as like a bit of a thing. Well, I think it basically means that the marketplace, the online marketplace is going to just be flooded like the iOS store is or like the indie section is on yeah. the marketplace because it basically means you don't need to get a publisher to front you or anything like that you can just self-publish i mean i'm assuming it's still got to go through some sort of uh classification type thing but um yeah i mean they also said that the xbox one is in itself a development tool or something yeah like a dev kit yeah, yeah. so basically if i could just create some game and upload it or something and they would be there i mean that's what i've taken from it anyway well, maybe this means that we can get Toilet Simulator off the ground. We've already got Men's Room Madness on the PS Vita for all so of your piss-related gaming. Do you want to know? I don't know. It's actually a thing. Um, I don't know. I own it, oddly. Um, <laughs> but I've not <laughs> played it yet. you made it up. <laughs> no, I genuinely, genuinely own it. Men's Room Simulator, did you say? Men's Room Madness, oh, it's men's called. Room Madness, yeah. So was it about a cottaging simulator? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> got dicks coming at you through the glory holes. Any game that ends with the title Madness in it oh, like, tells you everything you need to know. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, if it was called Dick Party in My Mouth, that would be better, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> Originally, yeah. did you see that they wanted to, uh, well, when they had sort of placeholders up on Amazon, um, they were sort of like, yeah, it's going to be 89 quid for that um, that Roman game. Rise. And we want 120 quid for a controller. It's just sort of like, yeah, it seemed laughable at the time, but actually you look back now and you think, that was vaguely plausible. You know, the other thing, of course, the other big news that sort of come out this week has been that the Wii U's fucked. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's kind of surprising. Everyone. Yeah, but I mean... That's not really news, though. <laughs> well, it was, kind of, sort of it was kind of news when Asda month. basically said, we're not going to stock it anymore. 
I mean, I don't know. know if Asda are actually like they're they're certainly not a very good games retailer. Like you go there and their prices are just fucking wacky. I mean, they do occasionally have the odd bargain. Yeah, but... very occasionally, and a lot of the time they've got a lot of shit. You know, uh, for like fucking, you know, they're, they're sort of places that do like a fight night game for forty quid, and you'd be like, oh, fuck off. Um, so yeah, it's a bit sketchy, but if you know, but it's they're, they're such a big name, and if they're doing it, you can imagine that maybe something similar could happen over in in the states with Walmart because they're the same, basically the same company. Um, you know, and the Wii U, it's like it's sort of weird because it sold like ten thousand uh, machines in the last three months in Europe or something like that. Although I think that Pikmin game is actually like quite high up in the games charts. But nothing else is being released though, so it's like it's high up. And I don't think it's at number one even, and it's in a really quiet period. You know, there's a lot yeah. of kind of discussion over how you know apparently they could take Christmas this year because there's a Zelda due out and there's another Mario title out, um, which I don't know. It could be really interesting to see if that does do anything because they have kind of taken a step back. They don't view themselves as competitors with with Microsoft and Sony anymore. They're kind of playing their own game, which is in itself sort of interesting. It's a um, dangerous game to play, though, because they're like literally, they're nowhere, like they're just out of this console race and they're, you know, and they're still going to live and die by the third-party games. Like if you can't get FIFA and Call of Duty on there, you know, eventually, if though, you know, if EA and Activision pull out, well, haven't Ubisoft? Support? Ubisoft have already pulled support for it. Have they? Fucked? Yeah, I think it was Ubisoft because originally they were going to launch Rayman on it, um, and then something happened, and they decided that they wanted to launch Rayman as a multi-platform title. Yeah, the I don't know if they, they have dropped all support. I mean, I know they're not making. What was that zombie game that launched the? Um... Oh, Zombie U. Yeah, Zombie U. Why didn't that's obviously such a good name, but I couldn't think of the zombie game called Zombie U. Yeah, really, really catchy. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Basically, they said no, there's no sequel because it sold like shit, which is no real surprise because a launch game on a console which hasn't sold a lot. uh, Was it Red Steel that came out on the Wii? Yeah, but that well, they did get a sequel for that though, didn't they? The biggest problem is that nobody really knows what it is. And I don't mean that as kind of like to be facetious, but nobody really understands what the Wii U is. Like, what the hell is that massive controller? Which they then say, oh, you don't necessarily, you know, you only need one. Well, why am I getting a pad? Why can I still play it with a motion controller? It's the most kind of inconsistent ramshackle setup. Well, I think Pikmin 3 even, like they say the best way to play it isn't even with like the pad, which is the whole point of the Wii U. It's like, uh, it's better to play it with the Wiimotes. It's like, what? <laughs> Does the Wii U even come with Wiimotes? No. No. Right. They're assuming that you've still got them from that Wii that you never play. They've seriously got a a broken strategy, haven't they? Pretty mm. much. Well, I'm still, I'm a bit bummed that Bayonetta 2 is like an exclusive. It's like, I'm never going to get a Wii U, I don't think. So, yeah, I'm never going to play that. But uh, Do you right. know what? I I mean, has that has that even been, um, you know, have they got a release date for that? Uh, I don't think so. Cause I, you know, I can imagine that, you know, who is it who publishes it? Well, Nintendo have fronted the money for it, that's the thing. So oh, there's so no there way. No. Sega did the original, and then so right. I guess Sega were just like, no, it's not. 
not enough money in it and then Nintendo were like oh we'll get it as an exclusive on our console and it does seem like Platinum are like supporting the Wii U quite well because they've got the I think it's called Wonderful 101 or something like that which is a game by them and it's some thing where you just got a load of guys and they just gather together I think similar to those like Vikings Attack or something on the PS Vita it's like free right now on uh, Plus I think it's a similar sort of thing where you just got a big gang of people and you can move them around as one and you've got to use them in special ways to combine together to defeat things. It sounds like a decent game, but uh, not a system seller. Yeah. But like Platinum are like one of the more exciting development companies out there at the minute for me personally. And uh, yeah, that's two Wii U exclusives. Which you know I'm never going to play because unless someone just gives me a Wii U, <laughs> <laughs> we never know. I can imagine they're going to be fucking cheap as piss soon, aren't they? I expect so. Well, I think the Wii U for me is this generation's Dreamcast. Like it came out, maybe it had some good ideas, um, and it came out before the competition. You know, it was almost like a midway between generations, and it just came out the wrong time and got fucking stomped. You know, um, okay. I'll oh. say it now. If Shenmue Three comes out on the Wii U, I'll buy one. <laughs> that's you a know, given, though. Maybe that's the sort of thing they need to do, or you know, maybe Nintendo just need to fucking go back to well, not go back to, but just start making games. Do a Sega, just pull out the hardware business. Uh, well, I say that the 3DS is apparently selling quite well for some I think, reason. I, I, do you know what? I, I think there'd be something, there's something a little bit unsavoury about the idea of Nintendo, you know, making a Mario game for the Xbox. Or I, I would, as much as I haven't, you know, owned a, a Nintendo console for the last ten years, and um, you know, I was, I started out gaming on the SNES, and you know, I had an N64, I had a GameCube, and we we did own a Wii, but I never really played it. I'd still, you know, I didn't really care when Sega went because I never owned a Sega console. But I think, yeah, I would, I would miss it. It's something kind of reassuring about knowing that Nintendo are out there still making these games, you know. Um, yeah, but it's the same with Sega. People who owned a Dreamcast when they sort of killed it and went, yeah, we're not doing it anymore. It's like, what? What are you talking about? You, you know, you these games were made for this console, for your consoles. You can't take them out of that environment and put them somewhere else it doesn't make sense and yet you know it, it worked out all right i mean i mm. suppose sega aren't really doing the same sort of stuff anymore but they're still going pretty strongly you know the thing is you can't imagine nintendo putting their name to something like i don't know a, um a mad world again i just can't, i can't see them doing it yeah I mean, well maybe they need to i mean maybe that's the, how they claw back some market share is by taking some risks because you know, I don't think they're going to be selling many Call of Duties and Fifas on there because people are going to go, you know, to the big consoles for that. So if they reinvented themselves, it's almost like the PS Vita. Like the PS Vita for proper full retail games is is doing fucking terribly. It's uh, there's not that many games coming out, but there's a really good sort of indie kind of almost Xbox Live Arcade type scene on there, and there's tons of games coming out for that and they're all like really strong like good indie titles and it kind of works better as that sort of machine you know why the fuck would you want to play Assassin's Creed on a handheld anyway you know um, there's literally no reason to do that 
So, um, you know, maybe that's what the Wii U needs to do is just sort of reinvent itself as something that's really niche instead of trying to compete with consoles that it's already lost to. And that's what it needs a game to prove why you need to own this uh, tablet type thing. And it hasn't had it yet. You know, people have said, oh, Zombie U is like, you know, that couldn't be done on another console because you're using this. And it's like, well, it could. You know, if yeah. you just programmed it so that rather than going into the screen, it just went into a, a first-person thing on the actual screen itself. And, you know, it's like, oh, when you're going through your inventory, you're not looking at the screen. And it's like, well, on Dark Souls, if you go into your inventory, it doesn't pause the action. You know, it's a similar sort of thing. Yeah. So, you know, there's not been a single game yet. Even, like, that pack-in game, I don't even know if it was packed in, actually, but that, you know, collection of mini-games thing is, like, it's not the Wii Sports where it's like, okay, I get this. This makes sense. You know, bowling or whatever. Bowling's the best one. It's like, you just sort of, okay, this is like bowling, I guess. It's like you're throwing a ball. That hasn't got that yet. Yeah. And it may never get it, you know. Worst case scenario for Nintendo is that you never get that game, which proves why you need this tablet to do it. It's the same with Connect or Connect 2 or whatever you want to call it. If Microsoft don't bring out something which proves that Connect 2's existence is, you know, needed for for a certain game, like a good game, then people are always going to be suspect about it and stuff. Yeah, I can't, I can't see even what game would really, really, you know require the connect like genuinely the what i've played of it you just think these aren't the sort of games that someone like me wants to play you know i don't want to like that fucking gunstringer game or whatever yeah it's it's different but it's it's not that's different not why necessarily good yeah exactly yeah I mean, that's you not need how i play a game games. like a, a gta or or a call of duty or whatever a big name game to sort of integrate it so in a way that you wouldn't have thought, but in a way that is so seamless. It's not, you know, you're not using the controller now, you're waving your arms around. It's gonna, it's got to be like it's reading something on your face or whatever, or something so futuristic and sci-fi that it's like, okay, this is a game changer. Yeah. But, uh, and even if they did that, you know, would, would people even care? Or do people just want to sit down with a controller anyway? I don't know, if it immersed you better than any previous game, then I think maybe that would do it, maybe. I don't know, I'm not a game designer. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just trying to think. Toilet simulator. Right attitude. What sort of toilet would it be? Would it be like nice toilets in like posh hotels? Or would it be like when you go to a central London branch of McDonald's and the whole floor's covered in piss? Armitage shanks. <laughs> I think you could probably... It would be... You'd have multiple levels, you know. You couldn't have one level. That'd be crazy. See, we're talking about toilets, and and Lurk's not even talking anymore. Lurk, are you even alive? <laughs> yeah, man. Just think. You, are you it. just reading some shit or something? Because you haven't spoken in ages. Pretty much, Connor zoned out. For fuck's sake, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. He's, he's, you can't. He's a, zoned back in. He's like he's talking about toilets now. What's the yeah, point of this podcast? Kind of worried about the, the listenership now. <laughs> if you've <laughs> made it this far, thanks out. for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, if you'd like to um, to see Toilet Simulator, uh, uh, send your page. answers in on a postcard to uh, to Mumra the Ever Living, yeah. Jones what Cast. He said. To the Jones Cast. Uh, hashtag Toilet S. <laughs> uh, to- no. Isn't that just toilet? Floor piss. <laughs> toilet Simulator 2013. Hang on. So what is it? It's it's toilets floor piss. Super Toilet Simulator 13. Is that too long for a hashtag? Probably. I don't know the rules. No, so I don't I use think, Twitter. I think it'll take off. On that note, 
I think we should stop there whilst we're still behind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck editing this one. Yeah, oh no, it's good. It's only been an hour and forty-two yeah, fucking it's not minutes. True. It's not going to be as harrowing as the but last I one. I don't think we've ever gone off on so many tangents ever, like in all yeah. the previous ones combined. Probably. <laughs> we no, played this fine. one fast and loose. Yeah, well, that's what you got to do when it's a summer drought and there's basically no good games apart from Remember Me and Dark uh, being <laughs> played. Then there's not much you can do. Um, Anyone buying anything next month? Quickly, uh, well, this month. Um, I'm I'm all up in Saints Row Four. Got it pre-ordered. Yeah, I've uh, GTA it next month. Yeah. GTA next month. I can dig it. What about you, Lurk? You gonna be back on the Xbox? Or are you yes. gonna be Saint PC Crew boy? Is definitely what I'm getting hold of. Yeah, boy. I'm also. We're gonna interested. co-op that shit. I'm sure we will. You sure? You sure you're not just gonna be playing fucking Minecraft? <laughs> nah, I'll get on that. Okay. That needs more than two-player co-op. I don't know if anyone said anything about it, but it needs more than two. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because the yeah, just two isn't really enough. You need you need a bit more chaos. But also, I'm interested in the XCOM game. I, mean, I probably won't buy a launch, but oh, is this the yeah. FPS one? Yeah, I think it's third person now. It's more like a Mass Effect type thing. But um, oh, it's going to be Gears of War. Ugh. Yeah, maybe. Sort of, like with squad commands, and it's a bit. I don't know. It seems to sort of mix the two, like the strategy XCOM and the third person shooter. It seems to mix it all right. So oh, it's maybe it could change from what they showed. Yeah. Very much. I think people are a lot happier to have it now that the actual real XCOMs come out. I think if this if it was just this declassified one, I think that's what it's called, then uh, people would still be a bit bummed. But because It'd be the a real bit syndicate, wouldn't it? It'd yeah, be a bit like, exactly. Yeah. Whereas because they brought out a proper XCOM, it's like okay, you know, you can bring out your spin-off. That's all right. I might even enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, maybe it'll be a bit like Freedom Fighters. You know, if you've got squad commands and all of that, you know, that could be good. Possibly. I've not heard the comparison made, but could be. A sequel to that, that would get me excited for the next gen. Um, no, because you just know that IO would fucking kill it. Mm, yeah. They would just ruin it. They would, they'd, they'd, they'd put Kane in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you'd be able to shoot him. Ugh. Yeah, can you glass him in, um, you could glass one of them in Absolution, yeah. That, that I was don't good, know which is which. Is Kane no. the one with the eyeball? I don't care because it's the most irritating I think, game. Are you the only one who's played Kane and Lynch here? I've played it. Have you? You've, you actually finished it. I couldn't no. get past the bit where you had to defeat a, uh, JCB. <laughs> I, I didn't um, quite finish it. In a ditch. I gave up on it eventually just because it was quite terrible. I actually beat the second one, though. So you're a bit of a fanboy. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely better than any of the Hitman games, apart from Absolution. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Off. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that's our last word. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Podcast. You don't have any podcasts. (laughs) That's Uh. a slur. Slur by Siri.